Hi, I'm Maria Daniels, and welcome to my podcast called Successfully Chaotic, where we talk about juggling our business lives and our personal lives and everything that goes with it. That means we talk about wellness, parenting, marriage, business tips, and so much more. For season eight, we have been focusing on moms and business and all the crazy chaos that comes with trying to juggle it all sometimes, right? Join me, sometimes a guest, as we share personal experiences and tips that we have found helpful on our own journey. So let's get started. No telling where it goes. Driving through days and nights. Won't stop for traffic lights. we are going to be talking about overwhelm and not just overwhelm but conquering the overwhelm just one step at a time if you think about it we have all reached that point of overwhelm and maybe you're there right now i know i tend to bounce in and out of overwhelm and throughout this journey i have been able to kind of put together a list of things that does help i know in the middle of the paralyzing effects of overwhelm you may find yourself like saying, Maria, there's no way that I can even do anything at this moment. I can't even think. Well, just stay tuned because even if you're in the middle of some mega overwhelm, some of these steps will still be something that you can put in place to start to get a little bit of relief. So let's start with step number one. Number one is recognize and accept your feelings. First of all, you need to accept that you're stressed out, you're feeling overwhelmed, you know, and that is okay. Oh, acknowledging these feelings of overwhelm is so important because you need to be able to tell yourself that it's okay to feel this way. No matter how amazing of an entrepreneur you are, no matter how many things you typically can juggle, it doesn't matter. We all hit that point of overwhelm at one point or another. The key is not to stay there, right? If we're feeling overwhelmed today or even this week, this month or whatever, you know, that's okay, but every day you should be able to be putting some of these things into effect to be able to lessen that feeling of overwhelm. And, you know, if you are in a place that you can't make a lot of changes right away, also acknowledging and recognizing that, you know, it may take some time to implement the plan to be able to get out of that feeling of overwhelm. Number two, take a break. I can't even <laughs> say this enough. I know this is something that I struggle with. I struggle with slowing down, resting, taking a break because there's always so many things to do. Now, when I force myself to do it, a few things happen. Number one, obviously I feel a little bit less stressed because I'm taking a break. I also give myself that moment to pause 
And if I'm honest with myself, sometimes I tend to catastrophize things and I make it seem way bigger of a problem than it actually is in reality. But once I take that break and I'm able to kind of take a step back from the situation that's causing my overwhelm, I'm able to kind of gain perspective and see things more clearly. Yeah, there may be still some things of causing stress, but a lot of times I'm definitely mentally and emotionally making a mountain out of the molehill. So some ways to take a break could be something like taking a short walk, doing some yoga or some breathing exercises, engaging in just a quick mindfulness activity to clear your mind, whatever the case may be. I like to garden. So going out to my garden or going to check on my bees or, you know, something like that. It allows me to take a break from the situation and not stress over it. And then when I come back to it, I have a better perspective. Number three, prioritize your tasks. Make a list of what all you need to do all the responsibilities that is causing your overwhelm. So some of those things you may not be able to do much about, right? My kids can cause some overwhelm. I love them with all my heart, but there are a lot of times on the very tippy top of that list, right? <laughs> but there's some other things maybe that you are doing that is causing that overwhelm that maybe you can delegate or you can move to a different time when you're not feeling so overwhelmed but you're not going to know unless you write down all the tasks and all of the responsibilities. And then you're able to look at them and prioritize them based on urgency and importance. So if you focus on completing the most critical and crucial tasks on that list, th that's going to automatically start to free up some time and help with that overwhelm. And then you can look at those tasks and actually break them down into smaller bite-sized pieces. And it makes it a little bit more manageable to tackle. Number four, eliminate unnecessary tasks. If you're like me, you accidentally end up doing all the things sometimes. You need to think about what are you doing? Take a look at that list again of all the things you wrote down with the tasks and the responsibilities. Start to cross off tasks that are not essential. Some things can be postponed. Some things can be removed because you're just doing them just because. And that is also going to help free up not only time, but mental energy. And that allows you to take that time and energy and focus it on what truly matters. Number five, this is a big one for entrepreneurs. Set realistic goals. You have got to set realistic goals. Setting unrealistic expectations for yourself is honestly kind of cruel. And I've done it to myself multiple times. Think about how you would make a goal for someone else. You've got to be just as kind to yourself as you would someone else. And you also have to recognize you cannot do everything at once. Go back to your list where you wrote down all your responsibilities. What is realistic given all of your responsibilities? What is a realistic goal that you can make to achieve the things that need to be done? You have to set achievable goals that actually align with your current capacity. If you're already at capacity, then something has to go. You have to delete it. You have to delegate it. You can't do all of those things if you're at capacity. So looking at your list is huge. Number six, practice time management. 
I love using techniques like the Pomodoro technique, um, time blocking or batching. If those things really help to structure your work time and allocate specific time slots uh, to be able to work and also time to take breaks. Again, I know as entrepreneurs, we try to like just push through and, you know, barrel through and not take breaks, but you have to be able to schedule in those break times. And when you're working, you're working. And when you're resting, you should be resting. And if you're finding that hard to be able to find any time to rest, again, go back to number three, to the list where you wrote down your tasks and responsibilities and figure out what's unnecessary. And if all of them are necessary, then you know it is time to reach out for help, which brings me to number seven, reach out for support. Do not be afraid to ask for help or delegate tasks to other people if possible. You know, whenever you are able to share that workload that you have, it can relieve some pressure and gives you a chance to regroup and get out of that state of overwhelm. So if you are ready to start delegating things, again, go back to your list. What are some of those things that you can delegate that you can hand off to somebody else to hire somebody in, to get a, a virtual assistant, to get an in-person assistant, whatever the case may be. Where are some things that you can start to delegate and get them off of your plate? Number eight. All right, this one is huge too. Limit distractions. I am very ADHD. I recognize that and distractions, they come easily. <laughs> but you need to be able to kind of know yourself what distracts you. We are the best at negotiating with ourselves. If we don't really want to do something right now, we will come up with a thousand excuses and we know what works for us, right? So you need to really identify what needs done, what's your realistic goal to be able to get it done time-wise, and how are you going to do that? And then when you've identified all of that, you need to limit those distractions. Then you need, you need to identify what distracts you and minimize the sources that those distractions come from. Some of those things that are common are social media, just our phone, excessive noise. This is a big one too, multitasking. I know that we think that we're the best at like doing multiple things at the same time, but I can promise you, you're not as effective as you think you are at that. <laughs> so, you know, you need to be able to focus on one thing at a time. And that actually has been proven to improve your productivity. And it actually helps to reduce your overwhelm because you're able to check those things off your list and not feel like it's constantly dragging, you know, on day to day. And I know sometimes you can't get away from the distractions. I've had a crazy busy week. My week has been full of distractions that was not planned and there was very little that I could do about it. However, if you think about it, lots of things we can do something about it, right? And I think it's why it's important to really be flexible with your planning, but at the same time, when you have that moment that you're able to focus into your focus work, turn off the phone, you know, don't get distracted, actually get some of those things checked off your list, or it's just going to pile up later down the road. All right, here's another one, number 10. And tell me, if this is a hard one for you because this has in the past been a very hard one for me i do better at it all the time now so number 10 is learn to say no 
you have to learn to say no. Understand what your limits are for your life in general for any given period of time in your life or certain quarters are busier for some people's or months, you know, whatever the case may be. You have to know what your limits are and you have to also be willing to decline any additional commitments if they're going to add to your overwhelm. And, you know, by doing this, you're not only prioritizing your well-being, but you're protecting your time and energy and you're protecting your family and your business. And, you know, those are all things that are super important. Yes, those commitments may be great things, but they're not the right things for that moment. So learn to say no. Number 11, break your tasks into smaller steps. When you wrote your list, I'm sure you wrote like, you know, a word or a you know, sentence, and that can feel like huge, right? Large tasks can feel super overwhelming on their own. But if you break them down into smaller, more manageable steps, you're able to celebrate your progress as you complete each one. And it gives you that snowball effect of wins that you know helps to keep you going with your momentum to continue on. And then number 12, consider applying some mindfulness practices into your daily routine. I mentioned these earlier when I was talking about you know resting and taking a break, but I think it's super important for people to have some type of mindfulness practice on a daily basis. And meditation, yoga, mindfulness exercises, all of these things help you to stay present in the moment and helps to teach you to reduce the anxiety of what's going to happen in the future or what already happened in the past. And that can be something that's challenging if you're just first starting out on this mindfulness journey. But learning these techniques can help you when you are in that moment of overwhelm, when you're feeling like everything's crashing down, nothing's going as planned, you know, the kids are sick, the dog is sick, you know, the house is a wreck, you have a thousand things that you need to do, and you're overwhelmed, don't know where to start. When you're in those moments, you're going to be freaking about what you didn't get done, you're going to be worrying about what you need to get done, and you're going to be frozen and paralyzed and actually getting none of it done that's the moment where you can really step into some of these mindfulness practices learn how to deep breathe learn what are some things that helps to reduce that anxiety and quiet your mind where you can say i am not going to worry about what i need to do in the future and i'm not going to worry about what i didn't get done in the past i'm going to worry about right now what is one thing that i can do right now that'll take one step forward and you'll be so surprised on how, again, that ceases that super amount of overwhelm in that moment and allows you to start to move forward again. And I think I want to mention a number 13, too, because I think it's so important to do this. If you're struggling a little bit extra and some of these steps aren't working for you, you know, it's OK to seek professional help. If you need to, there is nothing wrong with that. If your feelings of overwhelm persist or if they're significant or they're impacting your daily life, I would consider speaking to a mental health professional for guidance and support. That is so important to do. And many of us have had those moments where we needed to seek, you know, therapy or professional help to be able to get us through that moment. And I think it's important that, 
you know, you know that that's okay to do that. And overcoming overwhelm in general, it's a process and it's okay to take one step at a time. And, you know, you have to be patient, right? You have to be patient with yourself as you start to implement these strategies and consistency is key. You're also going to probably find that you do well with some of them naturally and some of them you struggle a little bit with. And some of them you have to take a step back and you try again. But as you continue on implementing these strategies, you start to develop a healthier approach to managing stress and overwhelm. And then you start to notice that when you start to feel overwhelmed again, you already know some of those things that help to stop that feeling of overwhelm and help to get you moving on the right track again. So I hope this episode really helped you. I know we as entrepreneurs and moms and just people, you know, we tend to get overwhelmed on a regular basis. That's completely natural. It's going to happen. But the key is not to stay in that feeling. So I hope you take these steps and start to implement them into your routine. And until next time, I hope that you create a life filled with purpose and joy, and you just learn to take things just one step at a time. Until next time. Life is a winding road, no telling where it goes, driving through days and Thank you so much for tuning in to Successfully Chaotic, where we are driven to help you design your success even in the midst of life's chaos. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. You can also find more at www.successfullychaotic.com or on social media. Reach out and connect. I would love to hear from you.